Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. As we come to the conclusion of the teaching this week, we hope you've been with us because the theme of the week was having our mind stayed on the Lord. We find that verse in chapter 26 of Isaiah. Verses 3 and 4. The steadfast of mind thou will keep in perfect peace, because he trusts in thee. Trust in the Lord forever, for in God the Lord we have an everlasting rock. We spoke yesterday about what is necessary for the person that we put our trust in to be like. And of course we know that that one who we put our trust in must be reliable, consistent, dependable, authentic, honest, and steadfast. And who is that? None other than the Messiah, Jesus. We read some verses yesterday because throughout the Old and the New Testament we find that if we trust the Lord, we will be blessed. And we said yesterday, we'll be blessed, we have peace, and the Lord will direct our steps. So let's continue along those lines, Junie. And I think, Shelley, maybe you should read from Jeremiah twenty-nine, eleven, so we understand the foundation of what we've been teaching on all week because trusting and having our minds stayed on the Lord really go together. It goes together, and it's good you're pointing that out, Junie, because no matter what the external situation is that we're faced with, this inner peace and trusting in the Lord must be there. All right? Jeremiah 29, 11, written by Jeremiah while the people of Israel were in in dispersion, you might say, in captive in Babylon. For thus says the Lord, when, I'm sorry, verse 11, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. In the midst of the difficulty, there was always that hope, and there always will be that hope if our minds are stayed on the Lord. And we find, if you have your Bibles with us, please turn and read these scriptures with us. I'm going to be reading from Psalm 118, verse 89. It is better to take refuge 
or trust in the Lord than to trust in man. And Shelley, I learned that lesson a long time ago by trusting a man who was actually a celibate brother in a word that he gave to me. And God taught me that man can tell us something that we might not spiritually understand. But when we trust the Lord, if we're told something that shakes us to the core of our being, God stabilizes us because we're not trusting in what that word was that might have shaken our life, but we're trusting the Lord who might have allowed that word to be given to us. Really? Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 8 and 9. For we do not want you to be unaware, brethren, of our affliction, which came to us in Asia. This, of course, is Paul writing. That we were burdened excessively beyond strength, so that we despaired even of life. Indeed, we had the sentence of death within ourselves. Why? And here's the answer, why? In order that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. Junie, that's so powerful. And, wow. what's, and what's encouraging is that in the trial, Paul learned something that was encouraging because he trusted the Lord. I'm going to be reading from Proverbs 28:26. He who trusts in his own heart is a fool. Wow, Jimmy. That is wow. frightening because what this shows, Shelley, our soul is made up of our mind, our will, and our emotions. And our heart is part of our soul. So if we trust in our soulish life and don't, learn how to walk in the Spirit, which we've been talking about all week, the Word of God or the Lord calls us a fool. That's very, very powerful. But you know, Junie, it's even more severe as we look to the next verse. Being a fool certainly is bad to be called a fool by God. But what happens when we put our trust in man? Turn with us to Jeremiah chapter 17. Very, very powerful verses. We're going to begin at verse 5. Jeremiah 17, 5. Cursed is the man who trusts in mankind. I want to repeat that. It's so severe. Cursed is the man who trusts in mankind. In other words, in flesh. And makes flesh his strength. And whose heart turns away from the Lord. For he will be like a bush in the desert. And for those of us who live in, in Phoenix, we understand that. And will not see when prosperity comes but will live in stony wastes in the wilderness, a land of salt without inhabitant. What a, 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 a situation, what a picture we get if we put our trust in ourselves or man. On the other hand, hallelujah, verse 7, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, and whose trust is the Lord, for he will be like a tree planted by the water that extends its roots by a stream and will not fear... When he comes, but its leaves will be green, and it will not be anxious in a year of drought, nor cease to yield fruit. Junie, what a contrast. And I pray we all have that sense that if we haven't been trusting in the Lord, God is calling us to from this moment on. And we find another encouraging scripture, Shelley, in Psalms 37, verses 39 to 40. But the salvation of the righteous... Is from the Lord. Thank you, Lord. And He is their strength 
in time of trouble, and the Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge. They trust in him. And you know, Shelley, I just had a picture as I was reading that of our people in the days of the Holocaust in the gas chambers or losing uh, their loved ones that somehow they knew deep within their hearts the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob would deliver them. And you would say, well, how did he deliver them? They went to their death. They had their minds set on eternal things. And I personally believe, Shelley, that Yeshua, that Jesus, revealed himself to those who we're going to say at the end of this program, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. They died with the Shema in their hearts and through their mouths, trusting the Lord. Bless the Lord. Um, let's go on now to Psalm 3210. Uh, and I, I could preface that by saying, what do we receive when we trust in the Lord. Psalm 32.10 Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he who trusts in the Lord, mercy shall surround him. It's interesting, June, that in the New American Standard it says, loving kindness shall surround him. And that loving kindness is far better than mercy. It's that glorious Hebrew word chesed, kindness, grace, mercy, and unfailing love. In Psalm 86, 1 through 5. Let me read it, Junie, okay? I want to read that psalm because we should talk about it afterward. Incline thine ear, O Lord, and answer me, for I am afflicted and needy. Do preserve my soul, for I am a godly man. O thou, my God, save thy servant who trusts in thee. That's the key, who trusts in thee. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for to thee I cry all day long. Make glad the soul of my servant. For to thee, O Lord, I lift up my soul. For thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive and abundant in loving kindness to all who call upon thee. And we see then, Shelley, that God will preserve the soul of the one who trusts him. He will be gracious. He will make glad your soul. Yes, Lord. He will forgive and will show abundant loving kindness to the one who puts his trust in the Lord. And even as I was talking about the Holocaust, Shelley, naturally speaking, you'd look and you'd say, how could that be? But you see, the Lord preserved the soul of our people. Hallelujah. And we see in Psalm 511, but let all who trust in you be glad. Let them ever sing for joy. Hallelujah. So in other words, trusting in the Lord brings joy. Listen to what it says in, in, in the modern Tanakh, Juni. Proverbs 16.20, happy is he who trusts in the Lord. So rejoicing is a result of trusting in the Lord. And perhaps if you don't have the joy of the Lord in your lives, it's because you're not trusting in the Lord. And we see in Psalm 33.21, for our heart rejoices in him because we trust in his holy name. Wow. Also what happens when we trust in the Lord? We become steady like a rock. Psalm 125, verse 1. Those who trust in the Lord are as Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. Amazing, Shelley. And we receive security and safety. And we find that in Proverbs 29, verse 25. The fear of man brings a snare, 
but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. Tanakh shall be safeguarded. In other words, in the Tanakh, it goes even stronger. It says, shall be strengthened. Psalm 1830, we see that God becomes our shield if we trust in Him. As for God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in Him. And that's interesting. Junie, here's a, a very interesting scripture. Go ahead. Proverbs 28:25. He that is of a proud heart stirreth up strife, but he that puts his trust in the Lord shall be made fat. Now that's an interesting verse, but I just want to uh, encourage you. The word fat is doshe, and it comes from a word meaning to satisfy or to anoint. So to be made fat, scripturally speaking, is it means that you shall prosper. In the Tanakh, the modern Hebrew, it says, you shall be abundantly gratified. So what the what a blessed life we'll, leave, we'll live if we trust in the Lord. And have our mind stayed on Amen. the Lord. Today being Friday, we again want to identify ourselves with our Jewish kinsmen by reciting the Shema. And if you know it, we invite you to say it along with us. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. Father, we pray that our own people, our Jewish kinsmen who do not know the Lord, will cry out to you and put their trust in God and not in man or not in their own strength. And I pray the church will live a life that's utterly dependent upon you, trusting in you, having perfect peace because their minds are stayed on you. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. We bless your holy name and pray in your name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program has been brought to you by the Psalm 127 Fund.